This is our podcast show. Bad Mother's Holiday. Saturday, 21st of January. Woke up early this morning with my man cravings for Sprite and tangy Doritos. The shop was shut, so I decided to make my own Doritos with cornflour, bacon potatoes, and grated cheese. Ended up with a burnt mess of raw potatoes, shreds, and cheese. Then the alarm went off. John Boy woke in panic. He rushed into the kitchen shouting, Get down, get down! Then attacked the pan with a kind of squirty cream. Within a minute, the, boy, the cooker looked like a giant dessert. He was very impressed by John Boy's quick reactions. He explained he learned to move quickly in Afghanistan. You've got to be lightning fast out there, said John Boy. Especially in the morning, if you weren't. All the fried eggs have got to be gone. You'd be left with muesli. Also, people could get killed. Glanced down at his pathetic leg and said, I still have nightmares about putting lads into da- in danger. It was their lives getting me back on the tank. I'd give anything to be out there again and stranded beside them. Realised that John Boy was a proper brave war hero. Also a bit crazy. But, but probably the two going hand in hand. Monday, 27th of February, 7am. Amphia just called. A free spot has opened up on some womb wisdom pregnancy course she's doing. Amphia wondered if I wanted to participate. The course is run by an infant's friend, Celerity, and is located somewhere between Great Orkley and London. It starts at lunchtime today, and Amphia will be participating. Ask Amphia why she's doing a womb wisdom course since she's not pregnant. Amphia said any child pregnant, said any woman pregnant or otherwise, could connect with their childbearing power through Serenity's feminist teachings. She discovered you will discover your strong female spirit. Views. Meet your meet other empowered females. Stop pinning your pinning your hopes and happiness on a man. What does that mean? Do happens on the course? I asked. Amphi admitted there was a lot of moaning about men, but in a powered, in an empowered way, she assured me. Sounds all right, I said. What about Daisy? I can't get anyone to look after her at such short notice. Amphi said I'll bring, I could bring Daisy along. So Sarity welcomes children, said Amphi. So she says they're being peaceful or of energy, even with game. I decided to go. The course sounds interesting and comes with a complimentary Sarian Buffett lunch evening, just having just having just spent the day sitting around on the toy floor, cushions with sad-faced, grey-haired pregnant women, moaning about how men let you them down. None of women seemed that least bit empowered. The Syrian buffet was mostly gone by the time Amphi and I arrived. Only a few jigs of cumin sprinkled baba goulash remaining. Got home feeling even worse about life about my life, and impulsively filmed Alex. It's so nice to hear a a no-nonsense man's voice after all those women talking about their feelings. Told Alex I missed him and hoped he would make things work. He agreed to lunch tomorrow. I asked asked Alex to choose a restaurant, wanting a strong man making the decisions for me. Ironically, giving Alex power seemed to be a reverse psychological effect. Instead of suggesting some fancy Michelin-style place of fragile glassware, Alex said, 
Would you like to go? Would you like to go, Juliet? I guess you have a rather specific tastes right now. I was a little bit too honest. I said KSC. Alex retracted his offer and suggested a Michelin star place with fragile glassware. We compromise on nanos. Tuesday, 23rd of January. Lunch with Alex. Arrived at Nando's to find Alex waiting outside, looking to his please. They wouldn't let me reserve a table, Alex complained. It's first come, first served. Like some sort of communist canteen. Where's Daisy? Explained that Mum had taken Daisy to a new drive-in dessert parlour. Dad will never go with Mum to places like that, I said. She needs grandchildren as an excuse. Nando's was busy, weirdly busy, so I ended up so we ended up on a small table near the toilets. Things got worse when Alex realised it wasn't table service. No table service, said Alex. Do we cook our own food too? I explained that we ordered and paid at the counter. Alex didn't seem happy about that, even though it meant he could get back to work quicker. After Alex had frowned at the menu for a while, he decided on the least offensive option. He asked in curt tones about the new living arrangements for John Boy. I said it was working out well. I'm happy, I'm happy everyone is sharing the bills. I'm happy someone is sharing the bills, I said. And John Boy is happy to be away from Antonia Trina. You've got nothing to feel threatened about. John Boy's family. I don't mind your family, said Alex, adding with a little smile and small doses. You need to be okay with large doses, I said, especially when a baby comes along. What about my family, said Alex. What about them? I asked. You need to. You need large doses of my family too, Juliet. You're having a baby together. I think Zach and Jeremy are fantastic. I offered. I miss seeing your little sister. How is she? She's balding full time now, said Alex. So I'm not seeing much of her. It breaks my heart if you think too much about it. Don't. But don't change the subject. What about my mother? That was an unexpected turn in the conversation. I mean, okay, my family's not perfect, ain't perfect. Mum's got a new party trick. Is burping a theme tune to Game of Thrones. But Alex's mum, his mother, is completely, is absolutely nuts. I'm not, I'm not sure it's possible to have a relationship with your mother, I said. She never remembers who I am. Why should you, why should I have a large dose of your family if you don't make the effort of mine, Alex asked. It's a fair point. Food arrived then. Alex had a butterfly chicken, matched peas, spiced beans, olives, and green salad. He asked the waitress for cracked pepper, then made himself a little vigorette with olive oil and extra chili sauce. I had half a chicken and chips. We talked about the baby, the, sca- date, the dating scam, parenthood, and how different we both are. Perhaps we shouldn't have asked. I shouldn't ask. Perhaps I should have asked you to marry me so soon, I admitted, but it felt the right thing to do. That feels very hurtful, I said. Alex pointed out that I didn't accept the marriage proposal, which was equally hurtful, but it was too soon. It was so soon, I said. And it said, exactly so, Alex, realised we both... sort of in agreement. We chatted about the future and the continued expansion of Dalton Ledger Empire. Alex is overseeing some exciting acquisitions this year. 
top of this being a cruise ship business that would go under if you excuse the pun without a catch injection. Alex is taking a week-long cruise in March to test the waters if you excuse the pun. I was wondering if you'd like to come on too, said Alex. If we chance to spend some money time together. He gave a little smile and added, My mum has already invited herself along. She's not one to miss out on a holiday. I can't take a week off in March, I said. It's my, a busy month at the pub. I have job applications and a daughter and a boy that needs occasional whack with a hammer. Anyway, your mum doesn't like me. You, you can't... Mustn't take it personally, said Alex. She doesn't like most people. And if it and a Mediterranean cruise wouldn't be wonderful for Daisy, because you can try real Italian fettuccine. I'm not sure you understand very old, said I said. Daisy's primarily interested in bright colours and sugary food. She doesn't care what day of the week is. Let alone whether fettuccine is a real Italian version. That's a shame. Said Alex, real Tony Facini's an unforgettable experience. I'd love Daisy to come along. Why don't you come along with my, me and my family? I said. Mum and Dad are going to a package holiday in Kirfu in Maine. My local, all local, all beers and spirits included. It's even a world to slide. Alex had a coughing fit then and asked a passing waitress. For a freshly laundered napkin, the waitress stared at him blankly. Oh, like paper towels, she said eventually. They're by the frozen yogurt station. You, you have to get them yourself. Once Alex had got himself a handful of paper towels and refilled, a, refilled my Diet Coke, he said, You really think going on a food to with your family will help our relationships? Oh, come. It's okay, I said. The package deal was already sold out. That's, I can't see you on a cheap, cheerful treat holiday. Anyway, you'll complain about the grass, glassware and lack of laundered napkins. I can act on whether I am, said Alex when he called the waitress over and asked for a fully roasted Colombian coffee. I'm not fussy. We held hands. It was. It felt nice knowing that we both wanted to be together. Difficult part would be working out how to do it. Wednesday, 24th of January. Brandy had been kicked out of her beauty course. Oh, kicked off her beauty course. She claims it's not her fault. Assistant Callum been a right little shit this term. I've been putting, I've been putting parenting first. Callum protested his innocence, saying his teacher was in, has it in for him. Other kids ask questions. That's fine, said Callum. But if I ask, I'm getting trouble. Those freaky blonde eyebrows don't help. They make me look evil when I'm not. Ask her what sort of questions she, he asked. Like, what does buttocks mean? Said Callum. Stuff like that. Apparently his question had got him sent to the head's office. And the head wouldn't tell what buttocks meant either. Callum added. It means your bum, bum announced. Strolling into the kitchen to grab a handful of Cadbury mini rolls. Callum found the expression hysterical. Now he keeps saying buttocks and clapsing in peals of laughter. Even Daisy's joining buttocks, buttocks. Auntie Trina had gone home, finally gone home, apparently. A local church group was bereft about her. She left this morning promising to come back at Christmas with some stronger 
solutions for the stained kitchen counter near the kettle. Thursday, 25th of January, lunch at Amphia's today. She served the usual watery bean bonanza vegetarian curry, swimming with mischievous vegetables. But we didn't mind. Daisy and I had ham sandwiches with Chris on the train before we arrived. After lunch, Amphia told me she was in a hunt for a man and had tried a few online dating sites. Wolfgang is a muscular influence now, he's getting older, don't fear. Tell me reliable, a sort of person who notices a plug, a left glue gun plugged in. I suggested Amphie should also add excellent upper strength to her couture, holding Wolfgang down when he lets, gets into one of his, his rages, no feet for weakling. Amphie, I put a profile on Tinder. I wasn't bothering with Match.com because he objects to their slogan, Love, Law and Perfections. I mean, what in fact perfections, she said, Anthea, jamming Canabon tea into a rainbow-coloured teapot. Every human being is perfect. Anthea confident. Why am Anthea's confidence? There's a strong sense of self-love. I worry about my weight and single mum status. Bamfa sees her giant boobs and aggressive baby is advantageous. Her eyes, her body fat is natural and sexy. Wolfgang is assertive, healthy, challenging of the status quo. Friday 26th of January. John Boy sloped into the kitchen this morning with a black eye, cut jaw and broken foot front tooth. He went out last night with some squaddy friends, so accused him of fighting. I didn't get into the fight, said John Boy. I fell on a concrete dog. Apparently some lads beat bet John Boy. He couldn't lift an ornamental rottweiler statue located in a goat um, boot pub garden. John Boy could lift the statue, but he couldn't go do was run around the garden with it. He ended up dropping the, the dog, falling on, onto it and cracking his tooth in the process. And that guy came from the pub landlord lady. His treasured Lacklander statue has been decapitated. Carl, really, the cracked tooth looks awful. Just like one of Brandy's boyfriends. Kept telling John Boy to see a dentist, but he's too afraid. John Boy wouldn't say afraid, of course. He, he said he couldn't be bothered, but I know he's scared of dentists. I, don't, I can't say I blame him, John Boy for his dentist phobia. He's got more fillings in his mouth than teeth. Saturday, 27th of January. I convinced John Boy to see a dentist. He's booked in for temporary fillings on Monday. John Boy asked if I could come in with him, because he thinks he might hit the dentist. This is code for, I'm scared and need some more support. Agreed to go in and hold his hand. Afternoon, cook, googling stuff about baby weight, etc. Remembering how this... Remember doing this when I was pregnant with Daisy. Nice knowing your baby is roughly the size of a grapefruit again. Then I could then it can hear music, etc. However, other person is quite boring, the baby doesn't move around or anything. You feel tired and rubbish and you don't look any different. I'm I like middle pregnancy. When you don't feel that bad, everyone makes a fuss of you and people get up 
give up their seats on the bus. Sunday, 28th of January. Feeling pretty good today. Actually quite energised. It's a welcome surprise because I've no repeat from the crappy first stage of pregnancy with Daisy. I remember ticking off the first test trimester like a prison inmate. Took advantage of feeling good to visit Lana and a baby bear in London. Followed Daisy's coping with kids on the trains of ice and strapped Daisy into a McLaren with a jumbo-sized chocolate chip chip cookie and played New Shoes episode of Have a Pig over and over again on my iPhone. It was nice to catch up with Laura, but made me realise how far I felt short both in motherhood and life. Laura has recently taken up baby yoga, which she loves. You lay with your baby on the mat, you bend down to kiss them, she explained. It's a perfect way to prove your stretch. It doesn't, I won't go an itch a few inches to kiss their child. Residential and mental health never attend baby, mother baby yoga. I've no way I wanted my motherly love rated on how bendy I am. I can't even touch my toes. Told Laura how we, we well I'm feeling today. She pleased remind me a lot of to eat lots of iron rich foods. You don't want to repeat of what happened during the last pregnancy, said Laura, remembering the anema. Ah, remember pregnancy anema all too well, Doctor Sorter put on a giant iron tablet to cause black stools and terrible wind. Even Dan who had dad who had a poor sense of smell wouldn't sit near me. Which foods are high in iron? But not so disgusting, I asked. Laura recommended chicken liver, pavlet, per- and caviar. I said, that's delicious. It's not all hard to get hold of, Laura infused. You can get good quality caviar at great shows these days. Sometimes I feel Laura was born the wrong, into the wrong family. Admittedly, admittedly, my diet had been awful since Christmas. TVs would eat crap when I was throwing up, but now that sickness has passed, I had no excuse. I think that's partly to the weather. Family is such a gloomy month. Grey skies, dark afternoons. I'm nothing to look forward to. What about the baby? said Laura. There's something to look forward to. Are you joking? I said. By my way, I'll just, I'll just take for five years. I'll take an uncertain, I have an uncertain relationship with the baby's father. I tried rattling around and my Bolognese hitting with a hammer three times a day. Why on earth would I look for somewhere, look forward to a baby coming out? It's total stress. Though I observed with a good big sister chat, asked me to focus on positive. You might like some healthy foods, she said. How about fruit? Admitted I hadn't eaten anything green in a while. It's been processed, all, processed food all the way. I take my share of the blame. I so hold John Boy partly responsible. He's filled the cellar drawer with fun sized chocolate bars and a cupboard full of under the sink with five litre orange squash bottles. I like to say I was resisting temptation. That'd be a blatant lie. I'm the opposite of self control. I'm snack controlled. Monday, 29th of January. Took down boy to the dentist this morning. He was scared in the waiting room, but I managed to calm him down by reading him to him from a stray My Little Pony comic from the wicker basket on, in children's books. By the time we called in, John Boy had stopped 
Jibberin and was focused on Fluttershy and a rainy day dilemma. Scientists were stunning South African lady with honey-coloured skin and squishy blonde hair. She gave a beautiful gleaming white smile and told a trembling John boy, you're in safe hands, I've never lost a patient yet. John Boy's internal conflict was evident. One hand he was compelled to convince any attractive woman he would blame a brave war hero. On the other hand, he was terrified. But to John Boy's credit, he didn't manage to joke about getting his leg blown off in Afghanistan. But his, his shaking hands and white face gave all away his terror. He also gave a girlish whimper when the petty dentist fired up a drill. John Boy now has a temporary filling which has to stay in place until they make the real one. Sure, John Boy had read the after that care pamphlet, which advised against strongly flavoured foods, but I'm wrong. For dinner, he ordered a convalescent meal of tandoori chicken, tandoora, tandoora, and three heavily spiced seasoned samosas. Somebody said, please credit it, turn it in. Managed to but getting his leg blown. Yeah, John Boy's internal cloth it was evident. One hand he was compared to convince that any attractive woman he was brave. Warrior, on the other hand he was terrified. John Boy's credit, he did manage to joke about getting his leg blown off into Afghanistan. But his hand shaking white face while white gave way to terror. He also gave a girlish whimper when the pretty dentist fired up a drill. John Boy had a temporary filling which had to stay in place till the next they make a real one. I'm sure John Boy had read the after-care pamphlet which devised strongly against coloured foods, but I was wrong. For dinner he ordered canglescent meals of tandoori chicken, tandoori and and three heavily spiced samosas. Now the filling was, was gone, had gone bright green. Jonathan John Boy actually took better, looked better with no teeth at all. <laughs>